of Digital Horsemanship. This is Finding the Feel. I'm your host, Caitlin Hurst. We're here for the first mini-sode ever for Finding the Field. These are going to be an experiment, so please let us know what you think. There'll be short little episodes where we bring on special guests to talk about the exciting things that they're doing or give us some tips and tricks along the way. Today, we have Ben Self, who is the producer of an exciting new podcast called Cow Horse Full Contact. He is interviewing some of the cow horse greats, so we're so excited for that. Go check it out. Um, ben, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Caitlin, for inviting me. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I show in the rain cow horse. I've been showing since 2014. Uh, for about five years, I've, I was showing in the Youth Limited, and this past year was my first year to start going down the fence. So the boxing is fun, but once going down the fence, it's a whole nother level. What got Twice you into the fun. cow horse stuff? Um, my mom, she, we actually, I used to compete in play days when in lead line when I was four to five years old. And uh, once I, uh, probably back in two, back in 2010, I my mom was looking at a magazine, and she was reading about Todd Crawford and Todd Bergen, and what they were doing with the NRCHA. So that's when we started having the uh, to switch over to cow horse from barrel racing. So t- 2010 was our, my family's first year showing in the cow horse. So. What's that transition like? That's got to be different. It's a lot different. I, I, I was a little too young to remember the transition uh, from barrel racing the cow horse with my brother, mom and brother, but with me, it was uh, quite a learning how to have feel. You know, finding the feel. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. I love it. <laughs> Do you remember that first cow horse show? Yes, ma'am. I, I think I overspun in the raining. <laughs> <laughs> All the way, like zeroed. Yes, yep, yep. And I think I think right after the lead change, I think I he did a one or two bucks and everyone was like, <laughs> Stop him, but I kept on going. Do you get nervous when you show? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's been kind of a one of the struggles I've had is because I'll get into the this mental funk where I I try to focus more on not messing up on the pattern than than uh, finding feel and uh, making my horse uh, with minor uh, critiques better than just winging it and going through there. Cause, so that's been a struggle that I've been improving over the past few years. So. And I'm assuming your trainers have a big hand in that. Yes, yes. My, uh, I was with Ron Rawls from 2014 when I first started to 2019. That's when I... Started going with Ben Baldus because Ron was he's uh, does those barrel clinics mm-hmm. so and I really enjoy going to Ben it's he makes it very fun so he has these uh, young bulls that are very smart because a lot of the cows we work in the cow horse are not that smart they can get dumb but these cows are nice and uh, Ben's a very good trainer any uh, pieces of advice from either Ron or or Ben that kind of are burned into your brain? Uh, one advice is Ron would give me is to less is more with feel and also to make sure you don't lose your hat in the show pin. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why is that so important? Because it's embarrassing and <laughs> doesn't look good. But 
he we made a deal where every time I had uh, fell off, I would have to pay him twenty dollars. <laughs> oh my right gosh, after that's I got so funny. Then once we made that deal, I, my hat has never fallen off, knock on wood. With Ben, in addition of helping me, he also taught me how to start a cult this past Christmas break. So it was very cool, the whole process of that, because it's, it's amazing how quickly a horse can trust you. And about 40, in about 45 minutes, you can get on their back, and they've never had a human on their back before. And it gets sometimes it gets pretty wild, but it's fun. So I can see why there's guys out there that just start cults for trainers because it's such a different but fun thing to do. So now you're doing this really cool thing. You're also creating a podcast. Yes, ma'am. What's it called? Cowhorse Full Contact. And who are your co-hosts? Our hosts are Chris Dawson and Russell Dilday. Chris Dawson has been on the podcast, so yes, we ma'am. know how uh, charismatic he is, and we've heard from Russell, so I'm sure he does the same. That's got to be a great dynamic. Yes, ma'am. They're a great pair with each other. So what's kind of the inspiration behind getting it started? So... Last fall, I discovered uh, your podcast and Andrea Fapani's podcast and Section K podcast. And I didn't realize there's all these horse podcasts out there. Because when I think of podcasts, I think of news or sports podcasts. I think there's quarter horse podcasts out here with raining and cutting. And I realized there's not a cow horse podcast specifically for the rain cow horse. So that's what that's how I... I uh, came up with the idea of Cow Horse Full Contact. And how did you connect with Chris and Russell? So I brainstormed trainers uh, to see um, if they had the skills. With you know, They have good communication skills and social skills and good humor, but not too too much humor. <laughs> <laughs> not too rough around the edges. Yes, ma'am. Did you get a list of trainers? Uh, just in my mind. Okay. Because the cow horse world is uh, very small. The horse world is small, but the cow horse world is very, very small. <laughs> I narrowed it down to Chris Dawson. We actually were first planning on just having Chris host the podcast. But Chris, he said, I can't do this on my own. I can't think of all these questions. And I think Russell would be a great addition to the podcast as a co-host. And so then we he contacted Russell, and Russell was for it. It wasn't until our first recording session that, until after our first four episodes were recorded, that we came up with Cow Horse Full Contact. Did it just come to you, or did they say something that inspired it? Um, our goal of the podcast is to 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 reach all the most stories that trainers and people in the cow horse industry that share that they don't share in a regular interview mm-hmm. that goes deeper. And it gives you the feeling of you're sitting at their stalls at a horse show late at night with their uh, with their lawn chairs. So Chris and Russell, they both, because Russell was thinking full contact, something with contact and full, and then Chris was thinking something with cow horse, and they blended that together. So So, who's been on so far? So first we've uh, interviewed Ron Rawls, and then. Sam Rose, and then Russell Dilday, and then Chris. We wanted to promote the rain cow horse industry and share stories and interview people that 
haven't really gotten the credit or are not on the front stage but have made a real difference. For example, Sam, he um, really was one of the factors that caused the cow horse industry to move from the West Coast and expand to the central area. And now actually this year NRCHA added the Eastern Derby. Yeah, so that's something you don't get a lot of insight into is like all this back work to make sure that the industry is thriving. Yes, ma'am. So then what kind of things do uh, Chris and Russell talk about with the other trainers? So So Chris and Russell, they interview trainers and their beginning of how they got into the horse industry and the cow horse industry and where they are today. And they go into the fine detail of how they got there. Chris and Russell, we kind of they kind of just put together five questions towards the beginning, and while one's answering, uh, excuse me, while one is questioning the guests, the other is uh, thinking about the next question to ask, which provide which makes it a lot less hassle for Chris and Russell to think of questions, and uh, allows them to be themselves. So our goal with the future of the podcast is to get as many guests as we can and interview them and keep these as archives for the future generations further in cow horsing and horse industry and to also expand the cow horse industry. Do you listen to any podcasts besides the horse ones? I listen to Finding the Feel. <laughs> I said you couldn't say mine. That's cheating. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I actually, five months ago, I didn't even know there was horse podcasts that existed. It's still kind of a new frontier. Yes. There were a few um, when podcasts really started becoming a thing that tried, didn't last, and then a couple around the time that I launched. And then last fall, they just started like popping up, which is really exciting yes, that, it's, that it's growing. Where can we learn more about Cow Horse Full Contact? To learn more about Cow Horse Full Contact, you can Google search Cow Horse Full Contact. That will give you all the links for to listen to the podcast with Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, uh, and many more. And then uh, to, f- to keep up with current episodes being released, you can go uh, to our Facebook page, Cow Horse Full Contact. Um, We'll be uh, we keep people updated with episodes, and we might be doing Q and A's in the future. So yeah, awesome. Well, we'll have to check it out. Everybody, go subscribe right now, and uh, let us know what you think. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding the Feel. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook to join the conversation. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app to catch the next episode. And if you've enjoyed this one, please share with a friend. It's very much appreciated. Until next time.